This Can Do Podcast is brought to you by Blake Albina Thoroughbred Services. Blake Albina is a full-service bloodstock agency and consignment company representing clients at every major horse sale in the country. For more information, call Ron Blake at 859-396-4836 or Hunsley Albina at 859-621-0800. Whether an experienced owner or a newcomer to the game, Blake Albina has the knowledge and experience to help you achieve your goals in the thoroughbred industry. I got the horse right here, the name is Paul Revere, and here's a guy that says if the web is clear, can do, can do. This week's Big Score story is brought to us by John Pinder. John comes off of a 15th place finish recently in the 2019 National Handicapping Championship and is actually going to join us next week to guest handicap the Rebel Stakes for us. He'll also be a future interview guest talking about his experience at the National Handicapping Championship. But this week, he's going to relate to us his big score story. Thanks, John. I don't know if it's a big score. As I've progressed in my ability to, to compete and be competitive in the contest world, where you have to to look for more of a price horse, the obvious horse, you know, five to two is is not going to do very well in the contest. So I've gotten more adapted at looking at, at something that maybe the public or the betting public doesn't see and, and picking those horses. So I've progressed to to, to do fairly well at, at doubles and pick threes. I think those are probably my favorite bets. But in thinking about my big score, it's not really big at all. It was actually um, right around that time when um, Monacos won the Derby, I think prior to that, I was a kid right out of college, and I was, most times when I got paid, it was it was okay. I I could go pay my credit card bills that I ran up in college, which I was adamantly told not to do, which I did. Um, I could pay this Exxon bill, or you know, I could I could buy groceries. And it was like, okay, this debt is just not working out. These credit cards, you know companies are not very forgiving so that's going to be my number one priority so um in doing that week after week after week and month after month it was like okay i finally got to a point to where i had a little bit of spending change and uh living here in san antonio and i went to the track and i think i had a an exacta that paid it was probably only maybe 40 bucks or something but i had it three or four times <laughs> And I took that money and went straight to the grocery store <laughs> and, and and bought myself some, <laughs> bought myself some vegetables and you know something other than than a than a packaged noodle box uh, to to eat and and it was the the best time I remember like just just feeling fantastic that, that I had money like to to put to buy ninety dollars for the groceries of that at that time uh, was was fantastic. <laughs> well, you know, it's a good reminder, John. The big, the the big score is all relative, right? It's it's relative to where you are in, in in life and your situation, and just to the to the risk that you took, you know. So, uh, yeah, look, uh, we've all been there in those younger years when you're struggling, right? And any kind of bluebird that falls into your lap feels really good and is really memorable. So that's that's a big score. You know, anything that lets you go to the grocery store and spend 90 bucks on food when you've been on a ramen noodle diet, that's a big score. <laughs> and a good reminder for everybody out there. <laughs> 
The Big Score segment of our podcast is brought to you by your friends at Endeavor Farm on Old Frankfurt Pike in the heart of the bluegrass. Every Big Score has its roots down on the farm. Boarding, breeding, foaling, layup care, and sales prep are all services offered by Terry Nickel and his team at Endeavor. You can reach Terry at 859-509-7035 or email him at terry at endeavorfarmky.com. That's E-N-D-E-A-V-O-R-F-A-R-M-K-Y.com. Thanks again to our friends at Endeavor Farm for sponsoring The Big Score. Now it's time for our guest handicapper segment. Last week, Kelly Smith Lawless called out the hard-charging but too-late bourbon war in the Fountain of Youth. Nevertheless, it gave us a small return on investment we hope to build on this week. That being said, we had to call a late audible on our guest handicapper, and so you, dear devoted listener, have drawn the short straw and will listen to myself as the guest handicapper. So, the race we picked out this week to handicap is the one-mile, one-turn, grade three Gotham Stakes, appropriately enough, from Aqueduct and South Ozone Park in New York. And what I'll do is I'll run through the field and give uh, brief highlights or lowlights, if you will, of each horse and then give you my selection at the end. Starting from the one hole in this one-turn race, Family Biz for Ed Barker, who's having a nice aqueduct meet, but quite frankly, I think Family Biz has no biz in this race. Number two, Nick's go uh, for Ben Colbrook. If he goes like his namesake, well, that's not going to be so good unless he's going for the first draft pick next year. This one's a little funny. Did not show the expected speed in the Sam Davis last out. That was first off of the long layoff since the Kentucky Jockey Club at Churchill in November. And I would not be surprised to see some improvement out of this one. Given it's second off the layoff for Colbrook, who is, uh, as we all know, an effective trainer. So keep that one in mind. Number three, mind control for Greg Sacco last year uh, in the hopeful. Uh, <laughs> much to my dismay, mind control broke about a one for a zero for 26 streak for Sacco closing day at Saratoga. This one is a winner of the Jerome, uh, which family biz finished third in. So that makes that race immediately suspect to be Number two, I'm not sure that this one is really a uh, route runner, even though he won the uh, Jerome at the same one-turn mile distance at Aqueduct. Uh, And there's also a good bit of other speed in this race, so not sure about that one. Number four, for Bob Baffert and Mike Smith, is that a good combination, is much better. Uh, Much better is an interesting horse. They paid $600,000 for him. He's from Pioneer of the Nile. Oddly enough, with Baffert, it looks like they did not know what to do with this horse. He starts out sprinting at Del Mar, goes to a turf route at Santa Anita, actually runs in a turf, uh, the Breeders' Cup turf, juvenile turf, at Churchill on yielding ground. Uh, and we all know Bob is not a huge turf trainer. Comes back and uh, runs third in, in the sham against Gunmetal Gray and Sueno, and then wins an optional claimer at Santa Anita. Baffert and Smith, uh, Baffert shipping east is always dangerous. So even though it looks like they didn't know what they wanted to do with this horse all along, I would not be surprised if Bob has figured it out either. So you got to keep that one in mind. Number five, High Cal for Kieran McLaughlin and the always powerful Shadwell Stables. This one is going to get a lot of people's attention because he is a closer, undoubtedly. Um, there is a decent amount of speed in the field, and he's training well for McLaughlin out of to her so uh, again not sure really about the route running ability although this is a one-turn mile it's not a two-turn mile and I'm not really super impressed by the closing 
fractions in that Jimmy Winkfield that he won last out. Number six is the one that uh, everyone's going to have to figure out here. Even money favorite on the morning line, $1.2 million purchase for uh, OXO Equine, Jerry Hollendorfer trainer, Instagrand ships across the country. He was initially ducking uh, the Baffert doer of game winner and improbable at the in the San Felipe that was scheduled to take place this weekend at Santa Anita. Of course, we all know now that that race is not going to take place. Hopefully, that track condition at Santa Anita will be addressed. But he is coming off of a layoff since August 11th, never sprinted, never gone long. His two sprint wins are dominant, let's face it, both by 10 lengths, but it's a long layoff. He's training well, no doubt. Uh, I'd like to see these six furlong and seven furlong works in him at Santa Anita. And then this 47-4 and four sharpener on March 5th. You know, again, they paid $1.2 million for, for him. Someone saw something they liked, but... My guess is going to be keen off the layoff, I think, and is going to add to the speed brigade, which is going to include the horse to his immediate outside, who would be my sentimental pick, not that Brady, Patriots fan that I am, but uh, also because he's out of Lisa's booby trap, who is a uh, horse that everyone who was Saratoga a few years ago remembers, and just a great name. Not that Brady, we're going to very good withers last out. Um, and was just beaten out by tax coming up the rail. That was going two turns at a mile and an eighth. So this one is actually cutting back in distance. Clearly likes the aqueduct track. Is uh, two wins and two seconds out of four starts on the aqueduct main track. Got to give this one a fighting chance, although, as I said, there's a lot of speed in here. So I think there's a chance, you know, could be up against it a little bit. Uh, the one that I think I am probably most interested in is Tick Vin Flew, the 8 for Steve Asmussen. He's hitting at 31% of the aqueduct meat. This meat, is that any good? Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, Manny Franco, I believe, has gone elsewhere, probably down to Tampa to ride this weekend. Finished third to High Cal, former McLaughlin, in the Jimmy Wingfield last out. But, you know, Asmussen horses sometimes, you know, uh, improve with a little bit more racing. The thing that I noticed the most about this one is, and you very rarely see this in a Steve Asmussen horse, a minute flat, a minute four-tenths workout uh, breezing over the good Belmont training service. He usually works his horses on the slower side. He's kind of like a Tom Albertrani. So you look after that Wingfield race, uh, 52 and four for four furlongs. And after that minute and four workout, 38 and three over the Belmont track uh, for three furlongs. Those are more typical uh, Asmussen works, and uh, I just have a sneaky feeling that even though this one faded a bit against uh, Heikel in the Jimmy Wingfield, he's going to be that much better this time out. He's certainly bred to get the distance out of Street Sense and a deputy minister mayor, so I am going to make Teague Finflu at 12-1 to my top pick in the Gotham Stakes at Aqueduct this weekend. Hope you enjoyed my guest handicapping. This is a little short notice thing, but we had to, as I said, call an audible. We'll follow the results. We'll report back next week. In the meantime, uh, enjoy your weekend. Good luck with all your picks, and may the horse be with you.